Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. Welcome to Healthy Children, where all of our experts are provided by the American Academy of Pediatrics in conjunction with their consumer website, healthychildren.org. I'm Melanie Cole, and in these times that we're in, a lot of parents, and I must include myself, are wondering about well visits for our children and whether or not it can just be shoved off to next year. But when it comes to televisits, we're not, we're happy to do that. But when it comes to those well visits, those have to be in person because there are vaccines involved. And while many parents have questions about what we should be doing now, here to help us with that is Dr. Candace Jones. She's a pediatrician and spokesperson for the American Academy of Pediatrics. Dr. Jones, it's a pleasure to have you join us again today. What have you seen happening during this pandemic? as far as well visits and vaccines and all the things that go with those well visits? That's a great question. First of all, Melanie, thank you for having me. Definitely early in the pandemic, everyone was fearful of getting out. We were all kind of on a shutdown, and we were told not to go out unless things were essential or absolutely necessary. And so the healthcare industry, especially in pediatrics in our offices, urgent cares, um, et cetera, we saw a massive decrease in patients coming into the practice. And what we noticed was that those health maintenance visits that you mentioned, um, kids weren't coming in. And it's so important for growth and development and, and immunizations for kids to have those regularly scheduled visits. And so we were really worried there for a minute. And so we, the, along with the American Academy of Pediatrics and other health organizations started to sound the alarm for parents um, and the community that health visits are essential. They're absolutely necessary. And so while you may not need to be out at a restaurant or a bar because of the pandemic, you need to come in to your health visits, especially for your children, so that we can track their growth, their development, and for them to get the all-important immunizations that they need. And anything else, too, because this pandemic has been so stressful, so children's mental health um, and just their overall social-emotional well-being, all of those things your pediatrician is definitely an integral part of. Well, I couldn't agree more. And as a parent, my kids are 18 and 20 by now, but I remember when they were little, even sometimes going, oh, we have to go into the pediatrician. There are going to be kids with pink eyes sitting in there and, and kids with colds and flu and whatever. But now this is different. What can you tell parents that are fearful about coming into the doctor? We'll get into vaccines and things, but for parents that are fearful about coming into the doctor's office now for something that they feel like, they could just put off for a few more months. What do you want them to know about the safety precautions that many, most, all pediatricians' offices are right now implementing? Yes, those concerns are so understandable. Every time we get ready to leave our homes, we should be saying, is this necessary? Is this essential? What do I need to do to be safe? you know, if I'm going to go do this. So that that is totally understandable. But just know that 
pediatricians are doing their best at our offices to make those visits safe, hospitals, urgent cares, pediatric offices. You know, within the confines of the physical building, we're implementing things like having a sick area, having a well area, bringing in infants earlier or specific times so that they're not exposed to individuals that may be sick, having sick clinic, having well clinic, having an entrance um, coming in one door and an exit out the other, trying to keep, you know, sick and well separate. We're also wearing full PPE and having tons of sanitizer around for everyone and hand washing, constantly disinfecting and sanitizing the spaces. Uh, we're doing everything within those CDC guidelines uh, to make sure our spaces are are free of COVID as much as we possibly can so that we don't spread it to ourselves. We have families to protect as well, but also so you and your children aren't exposed in our spaces. And so we are taking that into consideration and I feel that you are safe when you come to see your pediatrician. So definitely count that as an essential visit and know that that's the least of your worries. And you should call ahead. Call your office, ask them what they're doing to protect you from COVID, and follow their um, lead. And so, you know, some families come in and they still don't have their mask on. We're asking you to wear your mask when you come to the office, to call us before you enter uh, so that we can give you instructions. You sanitize, you know, when you come in, get your temperature checked, all of those things, answer screening questions to know if you should come in or not. Um, so, you know, everybody has to do their part. I couldn't agree more. And while it's so important to get those well visits, as you said, the mental health of our children is at a breaking point for so many right now. But now let's on to vaccines. Right now we're hearing more and more about, obviously, the COVID vaccine, but there are vaccines that kids need to get, and especially ones that are even going to college next year, looking at the meningitis. Tell us a little bit about vaccinations right now, and you can even include the importance of a flu shot, Dr. Jones, because really that's even more important, as I've talked to so many doctors in the shows I do about that convergence, the perfect storm, the fear of flu and COVID at the same time. So speak about vaccines for us and why you feel it's so important right now that they keep up on those vaccinations and mention a few while you're talking about it. Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, so vaccines are safe, effective, and they save lives. That's the most important message, the all-encompassing message that the American Academy of Pediatrics sends out to the world. Um, and so as a pediatrician, uh, prevention is key. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And so certainly vaccines is a part of that message. You know, we want to protect our kids from illnesses, especially those illnesses that are preventable, that have been proven to be deadly, costly, and unnecessary when we have a vaccine to prevent them. And so that is the message that I try to send to all parents. And vaccinations are a part of our well-child visits. Not all kids who come in for well-child visits need vaccines. 
but certainly we want to make sure that they're up to date, catch you up, and that you're getting the ones that you're due um, to get. And so that's a part of that essential visit, absolutely. Now, as you mentioned, COVID, uh, right now there is not a COVID vaccine for kids. Um, but parents should start thinking about that, and they also should be thinking about getting themselves vaccinated for COVID-19 um, and preparing for when kid, that vaccine is available for kids. In the meantime, we're in the winter months, and we know flu is often circulating during this time, and we do want to prevent that twindemic. We don't need widespread flu and this COVID-19 pandemic going on at the same time. So getting your flu shot, it's never too late uh, to get yourself and your child a flu shot um, to protect from getting the flu. And even if you still get the flu, a strain of the flu, we know that the severity of the illness is less with the vaccine on board. We don't want to overburden um, our healthcare industry with everybody flooding in with flu and dealing with this pandemic. We know beds are already limited with COVID-19 cases. So do your part to make sure your children have their flu vaccine to help out in that situation and prevent this, what we call in a twindemic. Such important information. So let's just clear up a few myths while we've got you on here. People are wondering why babies need multiple vaccines at once. That's always been something I've heard. There are a lot of myths floating around. Why don't you hit on a few of those, Dr. Jones? And, you know, if, if diseases like polio and mumps are rare, why are vaccines for those still necessary about the schedule? And what do you say to parents that ask about an alternative schedule for their vaccinations? Wow, those are all great common questions that parents have, and I will try to hit on a few of those. What I would say for all of your questions, there is a wonderful um, place, many places, but the Vaccine Education Center at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, uh, Dr. Paul Offit, I believe, runs that place. He is a renowned um, vaccinologist. Uh, he was on my podcast, and he's very connected to the American Academy of Pediatrics. Um, but if you go there, if you Google that, they have answered every question with the data to back it, the research, the studies that parents could ever ask about vaccines. But some of those common questions that you asked, as far as kids getting a lot of vaccines at one time, there are only about 14 illnesses, preventable illnesses, that we're vaccinating against before the age of two. And so when you hear anti-vaccine people speaking, that we're giving kids all of these shots and all of this stuff, we're not vaccinating against everything. That's impossible, and that's not what we're trying to do. We're vaccinated against things like polio, like measles, um, and that's 14 before the age of two. By the time you're born, your body is inundated with millions of viruses and bacteria, and, and, and fungus and things of that nature. And your immune system, even as a little baby, handles all of that, it is able to deal with that. The vaccines we're giving is, is minute compared to what you see, your body sees on a daily basis, even as a small child. So the immune system can handle it, okay? That's the first thing. Okay, alternative schedules. 
they're not necessary. They're not necessary. And what actually happens is when you get one shot every so often and you're spreading it out, you're leaving, if you see like Swiss cheese with holes in it, you're leaving openings uh, for your child to be infected with something that is preventable. Um, and so the schedule is adapted to work with the science that we know how vaccines work to give your child what they need at the right time and, and to protect them from these uh, preventable illnesses. And so we ask that parents not alter that, and there is no need for that. It doesn't uh, make it any safer or make it any better. It, it's safe the way it is. Well, I mean, if we think about it, the big elephant in the room is always the question that we hear and, and people that are that question vaccines in general is, you know, the relationship to autism. You can clear that up for us right now, once and for all. You are an expert. <laughs> You're a pediatrician. You're a spokesperson for the American Academy of Pediatrics. You want to hit on that, Dr. Jones, for just a minute? I sure will. Vaccines do not cause autism. There was one bad study <laughs> that has been disproven time and time again um, that really took traction with celebrities and with all of these anti-vaccine groups um, that suggested that vaccine caused autism. And that has been disproven. And many, 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 many studies, uh, gold standard studies since then, have proven that vaccines do not cause autism. And again, you can go to the Vaccine Education Center, Vaccine Research Center at Hopkins, um, CDC, multiplehealthychildren.org, and get tons of information about that and see the studies. But it's not true. Vaccines are safe and they're effective and they do save lives and they have not been shown to cause autism. And we have tons of data to prove it. We certainly do. And you know, what I like to tell parents that seems to be helpful when they are hesitant is that I would not give anything to your child that I would not give to my own children. And I and my whole family get our flu shots, we get our vaccines on schedule, and my kids are healthy and happy and whole, and I believe that vaccines are a part of doing that same thing for your children. Well, I couldn't agree more as well. And I the same, Dr. Jones, my kids are vaccinated. I got my flu shot. <laughs> we all got that. And we don't miss our well visits because it is that important. Listeners, you just got to know right now your pediatricians are doing everything to keep our children safe. That's what the American Academy of Pediatrics is all about, helping us raise our children and keep them safe. Dr. Jones, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave listeners with about vaccine confidence, and staying on top of their well visits. Yes, thank you so much for having me today. And I would say, you know, the good news is overwhelming majority of parents get their children vaccinated. This is just a small number of, uh, of parents that do not. And so that's what I want to give people, that most parents 
get their children vaccinated, and we'll continue to do that. And that will, that is what allows us all to be safe, have that community immunity to protect young babies who can't get vaccinated yet or individuals who are sick and can't get vaccinated for some reason. And so that's the part that we all play to protect one another. And in times like COVID-19, we should really be understanding how protecting one another is so important. And just know, again, that we're doing all that we can to protect you so still see um, your well-child visits and immunizations as essential and come in to see your doctor and utilize your pediatrician as a source of information, even if it's just a phone call, a televisit. You you have options. Um, that's one thing that's come out of this pandemic or coming into the office. We are doing everything we can to meet your needs, to keep you safe, and to keep your kids healthy. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Jones, for joining us today. What important information. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise with us today. It's information that we all need to hear. We've heard it, but we need it reinforced. And especially right now in these unprecedented times, parents, please share this show with your friends and family on your social channels, because we are learning from the experts at the American Academy of Pediatrics. They are the gold standard. And so get your children in. Talk to your pediatrician. That's always the best advice. Talk to your pediatrician if you have questions about anything that Dr. Jones discussed today or any concerns because that's what they're there for. Gosh, we love our pediatricians. I know that I love mine. And it's so important that we rely on them and they can help us through all of this. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Dr. Jones, for joining us. And remember, you can listen on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere podcasts are played. But we want you to listen at RadioMD.com. This is Melanie Cole for Healthy Children, the American Academy of Pediatrics, and Radio MD. Stay safe, take care, and stay well.